In closing, I have a non-photography question for you. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite thing about living in the Baja? Well, I guess I'm in the honeymoon stage. I've only been coming here for 20 years and I've only owned (laughs) owned for two. But we found, now we also are wind sports junkies. We're old time windsurfers. I've been windsurfing for 40 years and I've been been kiteboarding and we are in La Ventana is a world-class destination and it's something for your clients. I don't know if I want everybody moving here. Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Rich Fong, visiting from La Ventana, and you're no stranger to the area. You actually own a La Ventana. I do. For about two and a half years, we purchased the property. La Ventana is about uh, two hours north of you, Cabo, and it's a... uh, windsurfing, kiteboarding, wind sports, fishing as well, but a world-class destination that we kind of been going to for 20 years and uh, found that we wanted to make the move and buy a house. So yeah, we have a wonderful casa and uh, just ecstatic. How great is Baja? Well, Rich, I wanted you on the podcast because you're going to be a lot of value to our viewers who are, many are real estate agents and homeowners and your expertise is home photography. And so I appreciate your time to add some value to our viewership. Why don't you give us a little bit of a background of where you're from and your professional career? Love to. Um, Hi, I'm Rich Baum. I am a uh, full-time photographer. I shoot uh, pretty much anything you wanna be shot. I do uh, weddings here and things like that, but I, I specialize in shooting what I call shooting spaces, buildings, uh, architecture, new home builds, um, anything with with four or five, six walls, and um, really, really latched on to that. And also, I teach it, and it's something that I have uh, very close to my heart, and um, found that uh, I can add a lot of value to people that are struggling and learning to be successful being real estate photographers. And I use air quotes, real estate, but that could be uh, commercial, that could be anything, uh, from multi-million dollar uh, estates to uh, mini uh, casitas. And that's what I do up here in London a little bit, but mainly in the mainland. I'm from Sacramento, California. Uh, I was in the motion picture industry for 35 years as a union prop master um, and set decorator, set dresser which led me to fluffing pillows and moving furniture and getting the the things I need for real estate photography. But um, I made movies for most of my life in Los Angeles, around the world. I made movies in Mexico, Bar Navidad, uh, Mikhail's Navy with the great Tom Arnold. What an an actor anyway. Um, But I, uh, my father was in the business. He's a theatrical, uh, was a theatrical uh, agent and producer. And um, I am now, own a house in La Ventana. We're thrilled with it, as I'm sure many of you, your your viewers are um, thrilled with their purchases, with their sales. And I've absolutely embraced Baja. And we're a little north of you, and we have I have a dirt road in front of my house, so it's not 
combo, but uh, we love that. We like that part of it. And actually, uh, you know, it is a, a growing um, area and it is going to have a big future. It's uh, it's like Los Bariles was 30 years ago. Um, and we are, though, coming up, we have world class restaurants and, and, and it's going to be something I'll look back in five years and go, oh, my God, I, I don't know if I like it, but it's going to be what it is anyway. So that's kind of it. And I'm spending Four, four, I'm trying to spend four months a year in Mexico. I, I fly home for my clients every six weeks and uh, shoot homes. And I do anything from shacks to mansions. Um, but I, I specialize in twilight photography, in uh, in, in high-end real estate, uh, and uh, whatever else needs to be shot. Because I'm basically just, I am a photographer and I can shoot anything. And we came in touch with you because our media manager, Renato, found you from just researching YouTube and your name kept on coming across. And for all of you that haven't visited Rich Bomb's YouTube channel, what's the YouTube channel? Rich Bomb Photography? Well, what I'd suggest to do is just, uh, if you Google Rich Bomb, B-A-U-M, yeah. um, and just Google it, you'll find YouTube. We have a podcast for aspiring real estate photographers. The YouTube channel is, is and, and I base myself in trying to teach the basics, the mechanics of real estate photography. Many of you uh, out there would, would be hiring a real estate photographer. Well, there's different levels and different degrees of photographers, and I just try and get them on the right track to using the right equipment, using the right techniques, and, and also understanding which you as a client um, are expecting, call it the clarification of expectation between an agent or a homeowner, an Airbnb, somebody selling what they're looking for, and the photographer knowing enough that can really take you by the hand and go, well, I understand we love that dining room table, but we're shooting the wall behind the table. We're selling the wall behind the table. Uh, so that's it. And a lot of the homes down here, I specialize in trying to capture views out the window, which is, is adds a, an, an air of uh, a technical aspect to photography to try and get this uh, exposure throughout. And also, as you can see, my room in, in La Ventana, I'm, I'm in a bedroom because it's Christmas and I've got my whole family here. So I'm stuck in a bedroom doing this podcast. But you can see we have these walls all over Mexico, these colors, yellows, pinks, purples. And um, we've got it. They're really tough, I'll tell you. And it's really important if you're selling something, especially if you're a builder or some or a designer, really important to get the color accuracy uh, correct. So those are things you're looking for when you're hiring a photographer, somebody that can do that. You know, taking it back to the real estate agent that uses photography, many of our real estate agents use the handy iPhone, cell phone for photos. And I myself did that years ago. And although it can, it's gotten better over the years in terms of the quality. Much better, yes. Um, and I mean, depending on your budget as a real estate agent, that might be your only option, right? Um, if you were to give advice to a new agent getting into the business, trying to get listings and get the best photography, what would you say are the top three tips to give those agents? Well, do I, so I can basically, they can they can uh, figure everything out, say so they don't need to hire a real estate photographer. Gotcha. Okay. No, <laughs> I, you know, no, I'm just joking. Totally joking. 
You know what it is? It's really, I find my clients, especially the higher end clients, they're yeah. too busy to take their own pictures, but That's you know, right. they're, they're, they're focusing on making the big bucks. And uh, even the lower end realtors um, are, are also uh, in a similar situation, but there are certainly people. And I just want to stress that, you know, the cameras and the phones are getting a lot better. I will totally say it. Whereas five years ago, 10 years ago, I would say absolutely not. No viability. No, you can't do that. You're hurting yourself. But the new cameras are great. But there are a lot of things that go with that and, and things that are rules of photography and real estate photography. But let me just go over a couple of things. One is the cameras are very good. But here's a problem is when you get into all these colors and all these different things with, with views that you want to capture, in perfect scenarios of the time of day and the lighting and the house and I see that you on your website, Nick, great stuff, by the way, really beautiful homes. It's amazing what you can get for only $8 million in Cabo. Um, <laughs> but like 2,500 square feet is no problem. No, um, but what I think is really important to understand is that anytime, if you're shooting at the right time of day and you know what you're doing, I can go in with an iPhone. If I get the right moment of the day, I can run around taking pictures. Um, and get good pictures. But if you're dealing on a professional level and you're doing it, I, I can't wait to shoot at the specific time. I wish I could. Some shoots, high-end shoots, I do go, okay, I'm going to be there at this time in the morning and this time in the midday, but you hire me for the whole day. Um, so I think it's really important to know that you've got to be consistent and you're not going to get that in many houses. You might get it in one house and get great results, but there are also things, and I know your 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 partners that's that is a, a real estate photographer um, is going to know. There are things like you have to have vertical straight. You don't want to be looking down, and the walls are going like this. So that's these are little rules. But and you may not even notice it. But once somebody points it out, you're going to notice it and never forget it. Like if a photo's like this, or if a toilet seat is up. God forbid the toilet seat's up. But you know what? <laughs> and God. And sometimes they have a website called Really Bad MLS Photos, and you can go on there. It's quite a kick. You will see. Um, I have seen one with a naked realtor in the mirror reflection. Okay. No. I, I don't know if they did that for promotion, but anyway. But I'm just saying that I think you're hurting yourself if you're not hiring a professional because no matter how much you're making it, you're, you know, I realist also, I realize realtors uh especially the high-end ones they seem to be on i mean to most photographers and most people they seem to be making a lot of money on commission but i know for a fact that some of my agents are putting in one two three hundred thousand dollars in staging or more a million dollars in staging in time in investment and it can be on the market for those really you know 10 12 million dollar houses be on the market for, for two years and it's it's caught coming out of your pocket I think it's really important, especially the first time you listen on MLS, you got to put your best foot forward. And it's not, it's even, even at $200, dollars $500 for a, a photo shoot. When you're really talking about it, I'm sorry. If you're worried about that and you're selling a million dollar house, I think you're missing the boat. And I think that you should be worried more about getting your, uh, your clients than you are. And you're maybe spending more on a plumber to come fix your toilet than you are on photos. If you're doing that, you're missing the boat. And I'm not saying it in a condescending way. I'm saying it for just thought, food for thought. Really think about what are your priorities as a professional, as, a, as there to make money. 
And I think photography, and I will lead in going, I think I specialize in twilight photography. And yes. I think that twilight photography, I call the closer. It's worth spending an extra hundred to $300 for someone to come out specifically for real, for twilight, get those twilight shots, because for this, it's going to, um, it's going to make all the difference because on MLS and you can look at your, you, you know, you, you know how to do it, Nick. You can look at how long somebody spends on an image or a website. And with bad photos, you're going to see one to two seconds if you're lucky. And if you can get somebody for five seconds stopping on one image, you might actually have them. And my last little tip for realtors is think about with COVID. And I was down here in La Ventana during COVID. And I was like, I'm not even going to go home because nobody's going to be buying houses when the stock market crashed in March of 2020. And I got home and, oh, my God, we became in California essential workers working with realtors. It's been psycho in California, in a lot of the states, uh, in a lot of the states we, we are in. Um, it's been crazy real estate market, insane. And um, I just think that 360s is something to think about. Those are virtual tours where you click on and go from room to room because Many of the people that are going to buy these properties, Nick, you probably know, some people come down, they've never been there. They look online and that's how they choose their house. Good photos, good good experience. You, you have great videos on your website too, by the way. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. This is very valuable. It's something yeah. that if an agent is actually listening to what you're saying, you can save yourself a lot of time, frustration, and money, not, not saving money, but making more money. And early in my career, I was using my cell phone, taking listing photos. I wasn't staging the home. I had the toilet seat up. I had dirty clothes, uh, reflections in the bathroom mirrors. But you weren't naked in the bathroom window. No, I wasn't naked. I had to sell it. I don't know. No, I agree with I agree with you. And, you know, you are being hired by your sellers because you're a professional. So why not work and surround yourself with the experts and professionals that that's what they do for a living, right? And photography being your profession, what you do day in and day out, are you actually doing photography in La Ventana for clients? Not yet. Um, I'm really moving my business down here. Um, I'm sort of transitioning from working full-time in the States to uh, working part-time down here, but I'm working on my residency permit. I'm working on all the, the legalities uh, down here. You know, when once you become uh, entrenched in the in the community and you are now dealing with taxes, you're dealing with all the things, the so commissos, I mean, these are things that you you specialize trying to uh, educate uh, owners and uh, and things. And that's where an agent down here in, in uh, Mexico uh, is worth his weight in gold. We're, we're, he or she's worth in gold 
because of all the uh, technical things. And it shouldn't be scary because Mexico can be very scary for people. Uh, But I realized um, after being in Mexico all my life, uh, all over Mexico, um, I realized that it was my move. I wanted to go ahead and, and, uh, and purchase a property and I was ready for to do the investment. And at times it was scary. You know, it's it's a little thing, you know, with the fees of commission, you don't understand. You don't own the property. You're leasing it. But it's it's not really a um, and I'm not uh, I'm not. Okay, Rick, I'm going to correct you there. Oh, please uh, do. Please it, do. Please it is do. not leasing. You actually own the property. It is correct through the Fideicomiso, the real estate trust. The trust is what owns it. Similar to if you were to set up a Mexican corporation to own a property, just like in the States. So many of our clients in the States set up family trusts, living trusts that own their U.S. properties. It's no different than setting up a Fideicomiso, a real estate trust here. It owns the property, but it's not leasing it. And the reason why is, that property will live in perpetuity and it can be willed to your heirs. Um, and you only, the ownership expires when you sell it. And so it is definitely something that um, has been a game changer in the last uh, three plus decades here in Mexico for our foreign clients. So um, getting back to the photography. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to mention this. If you're ever looking for a job, let me know. We have a lot of clients and we can refer clients to you. We uh, have from time to time clients that we need to do photography. And so this would be a fantastic way for us to do some business together. And also anyone that is our viewers, reach out to Rich because he's looking to spend more time down here moving his business to the Baja. Rich, you on your YouTube channel, you have classes, courses. What kind of courses do you offer and that would be interesting to, let's say, a real estate agent? Well, um, one thing I really have always focused on is um, the person that is getting into this they could be an established photographer, or they could be a really good photographer with landscape, with um, with um, doing sports, doing you name it, weddings. And they wanna get into shooting buildings, shooting spaces, but they shoot their first opportunity. This this person is a really established photographer and they go, their friend goes, hey, I've got a $2 million house I want you to shoot. And they're like, okay, no problem. And then maybe they're going, well, how hard could it be to shoot a house? I don't know. But, um, they get there, they shoot it, and oh my gosh, it is just a mess. And it's they're the ones that come to me, go, I need help because they understand. You don't know what you don't know. And when you're a real estate agent, if you are uh, just learning, you might point your camera down, sideways, whatever. It's dark in areas and such, and you, but you don't know that that's not okay. And once you learn that, you look back and you go, oh, I totally look back and see it. So I'm just thinking that if you were to want to get into shooting it, and a lot of realtors are also shooting because they enjoy it. It's a challenge and they like doing it. So I think that's great. Um, My YouTube channel is geared towards people getting into it. 
learning all the different tips and tricks in my real estate uh, YouTube channel. I have uh, 35,000 subscribers, which is in YouTube is not a lot, but in real estate uh, photography is a lot. And I've got all different videos from the last eight years going on different things. And you can learn all these things. A lot of it's very technical, though. you got to kind of be a geek and want to want to learn with the lenses and the cameras and the tripods and all that stuff. But I really try and learn, teach business and such. But on my YouTube channel, I really have focused on just tidbits of little things. And they're long videos, but it's really technical. I recently uh, put out a full seven-hour real estate photography course. And uh, that is on our podcast. We also have a podcast called Shooting Spaces. And that's at shootingspacespodcast.com. We have a website, shootingspaces.net, which we have um, educational things. We have webinars. We have all kinds of things to learn. But the new thing is, and I released this December 1st, so it's very recent, a full course tutorial dealing with everything. I take you step-by-step by the hand everything you need to know from what equipment to get, why are we getting these equipment, to getting business, to understanding your clients, to understanding lighting, where do you put your camera, composition, also editing, you know, with Twilight Photography, I take you through shooting a uh, regular 3,500 square foot house and a really expensive 4,500 square foot house. So it gives you two different views of that, take you there and i teach you everything you need to know and i hope that we can put the uh, info in the show notes but uh, that is real i'm really proud of it because it's highly unlike my youtube channel which is raw down and dirty and uh, just mm-hmm. basically to the to the point and i i give you myself you get rich baum but my course is well produced i had a full production company shoot it and i'm really proud of it so that is something that i think if you really want to get into it it's going to be well worth your time and money to uh, check it out because it takes you hand by the hand everything you need to know. And it's I'm really excited about that. Okay. Well, I'm going to have my team uh, attend that uh, course. That sounds wonderful. And it's focused on the real <laughs> photography. Yes. Yes. And, and my, uh, my partner, Brian, who we do the podcast with, I'm in California. He's in New York. Uh, he focuses on his course is focused on commercial real estate photography, which if you're dealing with large office spaces, I mean, when I do commercial photography, it could be cold storage, which is 12 degrees below zero. I got to photograph this stuff, but he focuses on commercial real estate photography. So between those two, you can cover whatever you need. And a lot of times, uh, you know, residential realtors are also dealing in commercial. Usually they're separate, but you might want to know both because we're all looking for opportunities to make new clients and make new money. And uh, commercial real estate is a, is a wonderful opportunity. Rich, I really appreciate you taking some time and sharing with our viewers a little bit about real estate photography, uh, a little bit about yourself and what brought you down to the Baja. In closing, I have a non-photography question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite thing about living in the Baja? Well, I guess I'm in the honeymoon stage. I've only been coming here for 20 years and I've only owned for for two. But we found, now we also are wind sports junkies. We're old time windsurfers. I've been windsurfing for 40 years and I've been been kiteboarding and 
we are in La Ventana is a world-class destination and it's something for your, <laughs> for your clients. I don't know if I want everybody moving here, but it's really growing and it's going to be someplace on the map in, in uh, several years. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be unnoticeable in five right. years from what it is today. But I love it because I love the people. I love the language. I love, I love the, the, the feeling of, of Mexico. Now, I always have, but I love um the laid back where i am uh i'm not a cabo guy and that's yeah. okay if you're in cabo but i am close to la paz i'm close there i'm i'm only a 2 hour plane ride from sacramento it is just wonderful and it is again it is the vibe it's the people it's not only the mexican people which have opened their hearts to us and have have made it we are part of a community here and i'm sure that's anywhere you go you'll be part of a community but it is it is just a a really cool vibe um it may not be for everyone and that's okay but it really is for us and uh, my me and my family and i just love it and uh i i can't tell you i'm also a musician i play music down here uh take pictures and kiteboard i'm sorry there's no more to say that's the perfect and the, and the cord and we live in the largest cordon forest in the world. And I am, if you, if you haven't been to La Ventana or Los Bariles, come up here and see this place because it's psycho. And the whale, 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 swimming with whale sharks, fishing, fishing's insane here and just great. No discos yet, though. We don't have any formal discos. So, That's know, a good thing, right? For me, it is. You know what? It's all good. Whatever you like, I, I hope you get it. Well, fantastic. Well, Rich, thank you for your time and being a guest on the podcast. I hope to see you soon. And everyone, until the next one, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at NickFong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.